good evening everybody. Good evening. So happy to see you all. Um, recently what I experienced uh, after we opened the temple, uh, so many new people uh, come to meditation practice. Uh, this evening I was thinking uh, to myself, I don't know how many people now um, who come to the temple recently, uh, I don't know they are doing uh, meditation well and also they have proper instructions uh, how to do the meditation practice. I know some people, couple of years, I know how they are doing, uh, I had some personal time with them, so I have confidence about um, their practice. So many new people who come to the temple, uh, maybe they don't have any idea about how to do meditation, how to sit and um, uh, what they have to do. So first question I want to uh, ask you, how many people know how to do meditation properly? Even you are not doing very well, but you know, you know, one to ten. <laughs> uh, all the guys, you know, the steps. Good. Uh, that's good. That means when I'm looking at those people, I, I can see they are kind of uh, last five, six years, uh, they are regular people who come to meditation practice. Now I can see many faces uh, who come to the temple. Uh, I didn't spend that much time with them. So then I was thinking, I want to talk to you um, how we are going to do a proper meditation practice. Number one. <laughs> It's very important about your posture, how you sit. So how you can sit, how you sit. Now you can sit cross-legged, we call the Indian style, uh, lotus posture. Not for everybody, you know, it is very difficult to sit cross-legged, right? How many people accept it's very difficult to sit cross-legged? Yeah. So, I can see some people are using the chair. That's fine. The cross leg, when you sit cross leg, easily you can keep your back straight and chin up. That means easily you can breathe. Otherwise you are falling asleep. So if you are sitting on a chair, that's totally fine. That's another second one. There's, you know, the second step you can do. Your life here in this country, you are not used to sit on the floor. This is not your normal life. You know, cross leg and eating and doing those things, it's not normal. Kids maybe they are very um, flexible, they can do it, but not for the adults. You are very comfortable with your, in your couch, on your couch, and sitting on a chair, and you know, that's your lifestyle. That's wonderful, I like it too. <laughs> But this is the best way I like to sit. This is my lifestyle. Now, last 30 years I was sitting like this. This is the most comfortable way for me to sit. Most uncomfortable way for me to sit, sitting on the chair. Right? So it means there is no right or wrong. This is the way I used to. That is the way you used to. So now, but most of people accept sitting on the cushion and practice meditation, that's the best style. But you cannot come to that way, that path, within one day or one night. Why? It is a long process. 
So my suggestion, people, if you don't have any physical difficulties, start sitting on the cushion. Maybe after 10 minutes later, you feel pain, knee pain and back pain, then slowly get up and go to a chair. <laughs> Why? The temple is not a place to make rules for you. And also, meditation is not a, your punishment. Right? So after Monday, after work and tired and exhausted, you come to the Blue Lotus Temple, I am giving you a punishment. <laughs> so this is not your Monday punishment. This is your time, you are committed to your life and to do and learn something peaceful for yourself. One time, when I was in Arizona, so one of my students, she's very committed. She loves meditation and, you know, she's her, you know, the uh, 70s, very difficult for her to sit on the floor. But she never give up. She keep trying and so she's keep telling me, Bhante, next time when you come, I'm a perfect student sitting on the floor, like a lotus. She's keep trying, she never give up. One day, um, I was sitting with her and doing meditation practice. Uh, then she said, I'm going to try sitting on the floor today. I said, good luck. <laughs> That's good, and let's try it. Then during the meditation, you, you will see, I open my eyes, I keep looking at each person, how they are doing, how they are sitting. I can see some people are, you know, sleeping and <laughs> those things I will see. But it's okay, no, you know, nothing wrong about it. Um, so I saw that lady, she's keep beating up like this to her knee. Keep beating up, you know, like that, you know, pushing down. <laughs> So after meditation class, I asked, what are you doing? <laughs> then she said, I hate my knee. I cannot put it down. I want to sit like Bhante, you know, how you sit. Because I feel terrible about myself. Then I said, her name is Anne, and that is not your practice. Don't follow me. So I can sit very well, nice, like very comfortable, but I'm very good with sleep like this too. <laughs> Why 30 years sitting like this, if I feel tired or difficult, maybe I am falling asleep. Then I said, if you are watching me and try to do the same thing, you are following the same path, you know, and don't follow me, be your own. So, you know, the hurting yourself, getting angry, your feet or leg or knee, that is not your meditation practice. What I am suggesting for the beginners? Try, if you don't have physical difficulties, try sit on the cushion like 5-10 minutes. If it doesn't work, go to the chair. So when you go to the chair, you know, couch is not the best place, right? Exactly the chair we have here in the temple. Straight chairs, it means you can keep your back straight. Easily you can breathe. So the sitting posture, the way you sit for the meditation is very important. This makes sense? Any question about the sitting posture for the meditation? Some people ask, how about laying down? Yes, you can do that. You can do sitting meditation, you can do standing meditation, and you can do uh, lying down, and also, what is the last? Wow. Walking meditation. So you can do all the four ways, you can practice. But keep in the lying down for last. So you, are, you can keep trying, sitting, standing, and especially this kind of situation, you can do sitting, and also you can stand. 
Remember people, many years ago we did that? You know, in the basement, we, I asked people, okay, slowly and mindfully, please stand up. Then we are practicing meditation, five minutes like a stand. Then I asked them to sit down again. So you can do that. Don't wait for me. If you feel very uncomfortable, please stand up in front of your cushion and like five minutes and practice meditation, then you can sit down. Because you know about your body. I don't know about it. Sometimes people ask me, Bhante, do you know how I feel now? Then I'm telling people, how do I know about it? <laughs> you have to figure out when you are doing meditation practice. I don't know how you are doing. But I can watch and I understand a little bit, but not perfectly. So then you can try, you know, the four way and practice and meditation. And I said, lying down, you can keep for the last. Why? Easily people falling asleep. So do that meditation before you go to bed. That means you can lay down and keep practicing meditation. Then you are falling asleep. That's the best way to sleep. Then you wake up peacefully and lovingly. Okay? With loving kindness. That's the physical body, dealing with the physical body. And then another part of the dealing with the physical body, when you practice meditation, how we are going to do with our pain and aches? How you are going to do it? Any people, any the um, people who practice long time, how you are dealing with uh, your physical pain, aches and pains, when you experience back pain, very common, right? Knee hurts, it's very common. How you are going to do it? Breathe into it. Okay. Just focus the breath in the area that's, that's constricted or painful. Okay. I love it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, I really like both, you know, you know, breathe into it and you can say, I love it. I love it. So first reaction, when you have physical pain, what is your first reaction? Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not perfect one for the meditation. Look at other people, look at Julie and look at David, you know, how they are doing. I cannot do like that. Then you are comparing other people. Right? So when you experience your physical pain, observe it and breathe into that and accept it lovingly and say, I love it. So, this is the way you have to do it. If you have knee pain, then you have to say, Hi knee, how are you doing? <laughs> I love you. And you know, so be nice to that pain. And lovingly and mindfully accept that pain. If you say, oh, I hate my pain, then you make it double. You are feeding that pain. So, then when you meditate, you have to deal with lovingly and mindfully with this body. Right? Anything else? You are doing with your physical pain during the meditation practice. And one person said today, and I just finished it like one-on-one -on -one, uh, before we start the meditation. And he's a young man. He said, Bhante, very interesting. I really like that. He said, when I'm really focused, I'm really stay focused, even I feel my physical body, the pain, I'm not connected to that. I feel it. Because I totally separate my mind from that pain. That's very good experience. So when you are feeding those negative experience, you know, you label it, I don't like it, then what will happen? More pain. More pain will come. And also, other point, always you have to look at your body as a fragile, difficult thing, you know, difficult experience. Don't be negative with that. So people reacting to the physical body, negative manner. So I am not perfect. 
I don't have a big, you know, the good uh, body to sit, you know, that's why I cannot do that. Always comparing. It doesn't work either. You have to be your own. It makes sense? <coughs> Respecting to your body. And the next step, now you have to understand respecting to your body, how to sit, then what you are going to do with the meditation practice, what you are doing? Anything you are doing, breathing. Right? We have to, you know, sometimes people ask, what I have to do now? Sometimes I say, nothing. No need to do anything. So many people who come to meditation, they come with uh, different expectations for meditation practice. Because they have a goal. So this society now is happened to my mind too, very goal oriented and detail oriented. Mm-hmm. So because I can see it is happening to my mind too now. <laughs> Being here, that's fine. And so always, you know, you are goal oriented, looking for a goal. But when you come to meditation, there is no goal, just be. But you have to do certain exercises. So one, in the beginning, I was guiding you to get into the loving. Um, intention to your life, respecting to your body and the mind. So when you practice loving-kindness towards yourself, that means you are figuring out your body and the mind lovingly. That's a very important practice in the beginning. Then there are so many other meditation techniques around this society. What kind of techniques uh, you heard? Chanting, mantra meditation, uh, listening to the music, um, people call the meditation. It is okay with me, better than nothing, <laughs> and, but it is not true meditation practice, right? What is true meditation practice? When you do those kind of techniques, those are wonderful, you are relaxing your body. That's good experience. But just relaxing your body, it is not meditation. Just relaxing your body and relaxing your mind, that's great. That's what we had to do in the beginning of our practice. After you relax your body and mind, then we have to go beyond that. So many people come to meditation to relax their body and mind. After you're done, then you go home. Go out from the temple door. What will happen to you? What will happen to you? Same place. In that moment, you feel good. After you stop that, you are same place. But when you do true meditation practice, I call it <coughs> cultivation of the mind. We call the bhavana. Very common word we use, bhavana, cultivation of the mind. So when you come here, sit on the cushion, sit on the chair or whatever way you sit, you are cultivating. First you are relaxing, I understand that. But you are cultivating your mind. What kind of things you are cultivating? Loving kindness, compassion, uh, mindfulness, acceptance, letting go, patience, tolerance, you, you name it. So think about when you don't have those things in our lives, how do you feel? Sad, disappointed and angry. So when you're sitting on the cushion and doing, we call the doing the meditation, but there's no such things, we call doing it. You have to understand those qualities, I call the Buddha qualities. You are understanding those Buddha qualities inside you. That is meditation practice. Then to figure out those qualities, we have to have a technique. You have to have a right technique. Now I said there are so many techniques. But the Buddhist technique, Buddha's technique, not the Buddhist techniques, Buddha's technique (laughs) is focus on what? 
breath. It's very common um, Buddhist way of life. Focus on the breath. We all do breathe. I want to make sure. <laughs> yes, we all are breathing, right? Otherwise, we are not here. So, we all are breathing. That's a good sign. That means you can be a better and peaceful and loving person. Always you get upset or by, you know, angry or yourself and listen to your breath. Then you feel, oh, I'm breathing. That's good. That means I can change myself. So, breathing, I always telling people, breathing is not a religion. Breathing is not a religion. Do you think breathing is a religion? <laughs> no, it is not. Breathing is not a religion because we all are breathing. People who go to uh, the temple, they are breathing. People who go to the Unity Church, they are breathing. People who go to the Unitarian Church, they, they are breathing. Uh, people who go to the Theosophical Society, they are breathing. We all are breathing. So what Buddha said, we all are breathing. We have to focus on our breath. We have to focus on our breath. As I said, breath means what? Life. Breath means life. It means when you are focused on our breath means we are focused on our life. Every time when you are breathing in and out, naturally, we feel calming down. That's the first reaction. Relaxing and calming down. When you have a calm mind, then you can see clearly what is happening. This makes sense? When you have distracted mind, so think about the moment you get angry. Then how you feel? You see everything clearly? You feel, I'm going to punch him. <laughs> That's the way you feel, you know, when you are really angry. So when you have calm mind, always you can see physically and mentally what is happening in your body and the mind then lovingly and kindly and mindfully you can make a decision about yourself. Then no need Bhante Sujat or other monastics. You know, your mindfulness will guide you to peace and happiness. That is meditation all about. So now you understand, you, it makes sense how to practice meditation. And when you do that, people think, I cannot do this. Why? My mind is wandering. So I want to stop my mind. Can you stop your mind? No, good luck, huh? <laughs> if you try to do that. Yesterday, um, I was doing a, you know, the meditation um, teaching in Park Ridge, Illinois. So then one girl, she said, I, I came here to learn how to stop my mind. That's what I am here. I said, I am very sorry. I am not a good person for that because my mind also wandering. So I don't know how to teach that. But I can tell you how to work with it work with your mind. So you cannot control whatever happening in your mind, only thing you can do, mindful observation. Mindful observation. You have to observe your mind. You have to observe your thoughts. You have to observe your feelings, sensations, emotions. So everyday life, those things are happening in, in, inside us. So what we are doing? Just reacting. Just reacting. Then we call angry, then we call disappointed, I don't like those people because of the reaction. Then the meditation time also, you get those experiences. What you are doing? You bring your mindfulness to your sensation. You bring your mindfulness to your feeling. 
you bring your mindfulness to your reactions, whatever happening, physical or mental phenomena, you bring the mindfulness. Then you are fine and peaceful. So understand, we cannot control the body, we cannot control the mind, we cannot control the thoughts. Only thing we can do, mindful observation. Now Western psychology, now they use that word, they use observation. They learn from the Buddha actually. Right? So Buddha add a little bit more mindful <coughs> observation. When you have mindful observation, you get the right wisdom, right understanding, then what will happen? Right intention, right speech, you can make all eightfold path. That's eightfold path. So you have to get the right wisdom first, right understanding about your path. Okay? This makes sense? So those are the kind of uh, basic guidelines for the meditation practitioners and I am recommending new people, I know we all are busy, I can make time for each person. If you want to sit personally for one-on-one, -on -one, ask questions, so we can make time and email me, call me, call to the office and call to the TAD or jail, whoever works in the office and make an appointment, they will check my schedule and so always we can um, find time to sit, okay? Uh, any questions about your practice? Don't be shy, otherwise you miss it. <laughs>